This is Fatima. And this is Lizelle. And this is Jerry. And we are the Seisters. We really are sisters. And we're usually friends. Most of the time. Yeah, definitely. Most of the time. Jerry? Happy Sunday, Seisters. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Happy Sunday, Seisters. <laughs> I can hear everybody. Yeah. Third time's a charm. Hello. All right, guys. So Let's smile. The, the song. Uh, you, Jerry, do you know the, the, the song Smile by Nat King Cole? Oh, it's not by, it's sung by Nat King Cole. But it was composed. No, Smile when you're down on the I think so. It's I don't from, I think it was in um it was in a lot of movies. It's pretty famous. Anyway, I was talking about last week's episode where we picked songs and because I've been sick with the flu for the last week and a half. Uh-huh. I, it was one of the songs that came to me it's basically saying um like even like if even if you're sad just smile Mm -hmm. and eventually you'll be happy smile like if you google it you'll know exactly the song i think i know what it is i just Mm -hmm. i couldn't Mm -hmm. sing it to you verbatim yeah Mm -hmm. well so okay so for this week, try and uh, trudge through. I know nobody's really feeling it this week. I know I'm not because I'm not feeling that well, but here we go. Um, I have a topic if you guys are open to uh, doing it or if you have your own, let me know. Okay. Um, unhealthy habits. Hmm. Yeah, we all have them. Hmm. So <clears throat> come up <laughs> with like your top come up with your top three unhealthy habits. Huh. I have a lot of those, but I don't have any of those. But I what? have a lot of them. I have a lot of them, but I don't have a lot of them. That makes no sense. Well, I have a lot of them, but I don't consider, some people might consider it bad habits. I consider them just habits that I wish I didn't have, but I don't, I don't know that other people. Well, that's why the um, adjective that is um, uh, describing the noun of habits Uh is unhealthy. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Okay. So you said we bad. Should you didn't say no, I said unhealthy. Unhealthy oh. habits. Okay. I just heard bad, but okay. Um well um there's plenty of bad habits that are not necessary. well, i I mean assuming an unhealthy habit is a bad habit. Right. Okay, so, unhealthy habits. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm saying most people have them. 
Do you guys, are you guys familiar with the um the the person who came I uh, wish I was a little bit more alert and had taken notes but the um researcher and psychiatrist who came up with the marshmallow test for no. kids do you guys know the marshmallow test Oh yeah test? yeah the one the one where they leave the room they put the marshmallow mm-hmm. there and then mm-hmm. they Yeah okay Okay he died I think like uh, just this uh, since September, mm-hmm. and um, but his test in many ways I read about it like in college, and they rediscovered it a couple weeks, a couple years ago. Then, I, of course, when he just died, people were talking about the marshmallow test, and okay. the marshmallow test supposedly, and and I guess research has shown that it's about delayed gratification. You know, the kids who can keep can can basically hold off eating the marshmallow so that they get two instead of like if they wait mm-hmm. if they wait that the doctor the study basically is they're going to give kids a marshmallow and they tell them you can eat this now but if you can wait for like five or 15 minutes you'll we'll give you two marshmallows They'll and give you an, an additional one. An additional one. And it tests sort of like the ability of a child to delay gratification. Mm-hmm. And they've also done this test with um, uh, rats or mice, basically, where they probe their brain and basically like, um, you know, like a, a rat prefers or a mouse would prefer uh, peanut butter over, um, like, uh, uh, sunflower seed, let's say. Okay. And so, it, it, like, they are taught that if they have the sunflower seed, so they can get it right away. But if they wait an extra couple of minutes to tap a bell, they'll get mm-hmm. the better treat, like, a, uh, peanut butter. Yeah. Uh-huh those mice will inevitably delay gratification Uh to get like um, they're the more like the ones that can delay gratification and learn to wait for the peanut butter end up being healthier happier mice same with the children supposedly Mm -hmm. so that was my kind of long way to say that one of my um, my unhealthy habits is that I tend to be impulsive and uh, depending on what it is, it's hard for me to delay gratification, you mm-hmm. know, kind of like, um, you know, I'm, I mean, it's just a small part of it. Like, I've never really tested myself on a marshmallow or things that I like, but I tend to like, if I could have something sooner, um, I'd rather have that than wait mm-hmm. to maybe possibly get something better because, mm-hmm. and I think that stems from the fact that I'm never sure if I'm going to get something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now, those studies, they reassured the children. They sort of conditioned them. They said it's 100% sure, you know, you're going to get that marshmallow, mm-hmm. that second one. Mm-hmm. If someone said that to me, I think I could delay gratification, mm-hmm. but because I'm so focused on an uncertainty of whether I'm really going to get it. I'm sort of an unhealthy habit for me is I sort of will um, 
like not delay gratification because I'm never sure I'm going to get that other thing. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. You're afraid of um, losing the opportunity to uh, indulge in that gratification. Unless you're guaranteed it, then perhaps it right. would be a better I, I'm pretty sure I am. I'm a hundred well, ninety-nine point nine percent sure that if someone reassured me, mm-hmm. or I was more assured that that I was definitely going to get that that re- bigger reward. Mm-hmm. Um, like may, I don't know if that has to do with self-esteem that I would delay my gratification. Hmm. So I think to me that's what the key is like does the child really believe like some kids might think that you know like oh you're you're messing with my head you're not going to really give it to me so I might as well eat the marshmallow or some of them, I don't know some of them just would rather have it now than later it's maybe it doesn't even have to do with the guarantee it just has everything to do with the impulse art. control yeah i want it now that's what i mean so, yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's what i'm saying that's some one of my unhealthy habits okay I don't know if that's a habit. It's an unhealthy trait. So it's kind of like, unhealthy habit is more like eating ice cream before bedtime. Right. That's what I, (laughs) that's what I determined. Which is what I was doing when I was feverish. Uh That's what, so that, that, that was my understanding of what you had meant. So I'm thinking, what is it? I don't bite my nails anymore like I used to. Um, so and I, it is and it is true what they say if you repeat something good or bad, like oh, yeah. for about, at least three times, it does become habit. Mm-hmm. Like if you have ice cream or something sweet after dinner, you're going to keep wanting it. It becomes habit, habitual. Mm-hmm. It's kind of also how they treat people who with severe OCD is they they teach them they're not going to die if they don't do that, what their their impulse is to do, or they feel like they're going to die. But as soon as they start, they, they actually do it and they don't die and they do it several times more, they realize, oh, I'm not going to die. So then the OCD lessons, the behavior lessons. Mm, then you mean the compulsion itself lessons? Yeah, you or no the longer fear. feel compelled. Yeah, you, you probably still will have because it's a coping mechanism. But I, I guess I was kind of uh, responding to your... Um, like your, controlling the urge? Yeah, yeah, no, the habitual thing. Because part of OCD is also habit. Mm, yeah or I was thinking about like smoking because you know how I have a very addictive personality mm-hmm. That's like what... smoking for me was one of the hardest things to quit like it's still hard for me every day mm-hmm. depending on what's going on mm-hmm. That's... It's, it's 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 almost like well for, I think I when pe- people have said that quitting smoking is harder than um quitting it's as bad as um getting off heroin yeah and i think it's because one it's an actual dependency on the nicotine Uh but i also think that there's a habit of like doing something with your hands or there's a habit or a trigger like after i wash the dishes i would smoke after i 
would wake up, I would smell. Like, there's almost, it's part of when you're driving. Routine. So it's part of, like, who you are. And that's hard to give up. It's like a routine. Exactly. And there's definite triggers. There's definite triggers. Like, I know when I'm really anxious, Mm -hmm. I start to think about, like, that, that initial hit. Even though I like myself better, you know, as a non-smoker, I like myself. I don't like smoking. I hate the habit. Mm-hmm. It's, there's always that, like, craving. I'm the opposite. I've never been uh, controlled by habits. But it's easy for me to, uh, to stop a habit if I know it's unhealthy for me. But it's, it's harder, the habit that's hard to... Uh, to alter is when I'm it's connected to an emotion like the reason why you're doing the habit is to quell or to suppress to, an emotion correct or that, that's what that's what smoking is for me it's sort of like a way to numb to mm-hmm. to like get this like a shutdown it's my it's my little shutdown mode mm-hmm it to distract yourself from feeling or having a deal for temp, you know, temporarily. Whereas, like for me, the reason why it's easier—not easy—I shouldn't say easy. It's uh, because I'm a very thought process person. Is I determine what's causing the habit or what's what's forming the habit or where it's coming from. Like, what is it I'm trying to alleviate? Why am I doing what I'm doing? And once I resolve that and I focus on that. I um, it's easier for me to not get rid of, but to handle the habit. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think the the best. There was a time when I didn't even think about cigarettes, like for a long time, as as if I never smoked. Uh-huh. Um, but I think the more and more things would come up, things were happening, things got more stressful especially in the last year, mm-hmm. the more I was thinking about it, the more I would want and like crave. And because it was a way, it was like a way for me to definitely like that. It was a way for me to like, just put the pause uh, button mm-hmm. because when I would smoke, I would be focused on smoking and not what I was feeling, what I was thinking what right. I had to do next. Right. It, would, it was a way for completely to dumb out. Yeah. And uh-huh. eating, eating is, has the same, like, effect. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I don't know, it's so funny because I always, and I don't like to joke about this, but there's always been a part of me, like, I mean, I enjoy alcohol, but it's like, I don't think I could ever uh, be an alcoholic. I'm definitely an addict. Like mm-hmm. uh, either smoking or food, mm-hmm. those are my choices. Mm-hmm. But I always say to myself, like alcohol, I, I just it doesn't. I mean, I like it, but I couldn't do it every day, and and I ne- I don't like it. You know what I mean? It's not like something I enjoy. Mm-hmm. I do enjoy it, like when I'm. It's a social thing, mm-hmm. but it's not something that I could that sustainable for me. Like, it's not easy for me to do. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. I'm, I'm deterred by being controlled by habits. Mm-hmm. I hate that I'm, uh, my actions or inactions are hindered by um, a habit. Mm-hmm. 
or the need to suppress anything. So I am constantly working on the cause, the root versus, you know, uh, letting uh, it control me. Mm. I think I never even want to get to the cause. That's the whole point of having a cigarette or having gelato. Like, I don't want to, I don't even want to figure out why. That's why. Why, why, right. That's why people. Like, that's too painful. Why would I want to do that? I'd rather have a cigarette. Yeah, whereas I'm the opposite. (laughs) I will, I will dig deep and I'll go through the pain in order Uh... to determine Nah, I just don't like mental or emotional or physical pain. I think in order of met, if you had to choose, okay. every hello, sorry, uh, Jerry, yeah, direct question to you since you've been very quiet. If you were to rank your preference of physical, emotional, uh, or mental pain which one would you do would you would you order in preference preference i mm-hmm. don't prefer any of them i know but if you had to order put them in order what were they again physical pain emotional pain or mental pain mental pain is more like oh my god you're giving me a friggin' headache like a migraine headache that's physical too, but mental is more like thinking. Like, like you know how sometimes you'll send us one of uh, Carolina's math problems. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, "That's mental pain." <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like having to think too hard about something. Physical pain. You'd prefer okay. You'd, so you'd prefer physical over all of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then. Mental mm-hmm. and emotional. Okay, Fatima. Uh, I prefer um, physical. This, okay. is, this is by choice. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Okay, because I'm um, just laughing because I think ours are all going to be very similar. But then I'm thinking it's a matter of degree, of course, because it's it's either. You're going to physically torture me or you're just going to break up with me. That, <laughs> that's overthinking it. But yeah. I know. But go ahead. Yeah. No. Wait, I'm talking. Pref- I have to um, take Buster out. I'll, I'll be right Okay. Back. I prefer physical mm-hmm. and then um, emotional and I hate mental last. That's interesting. I My order is like Jerry's. Physical I can handle because no, I've had you know that's that's what it is physical. Yeah, it's um, manageable. I mean, I deal with physical. Yeah, well, it it appears to be more manageable, but it eventually causes, I think, uh, mental and emotional pain. Mm-hmm. I know, I know, um, my my knee problems then cause um, it's total physical pain. Mm-hmm. But like having, imagine having like nerve pain in your teeth. Eventually, that's going to cause you mental and emotional pain because mm-hmm. nobody's going to want you. You don't want to interact. It's going to isolate you, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I prefer physical, mm-hmm. then mental, mm-hmm. then emotional. Emotional is like that to me is probably one of the worst pains ever. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
it's it's almost like cutting, right? People would rather deal with the physical pain than that emotional pain. Yeah, I I think I I did I determined the mental for me as an option. What do you mean? It's easier for me to get out of mental than exactly, emotional. which is why yeah, like I exactly like it's easier for me to be able to put aside mental pain. Mm-hmm. And physical pain, even mm-hmm. over emotional pain. But I would rather uh, resolve emotional. Like it's, it's for me, I would. It's a delay. The mental is um, emotional is something that I'd rather process now, because it, it, if you don't, process, yeah. if you don't process it, it eventually alters everything else. It causes physical pain. It causes mental pain. It's more immediate. Yeah, I think emotional pain, like like uh, the death of somebody, mm-hmm. that's it's so it's like pulling a bandaid off. Mm-hmm. It's so immediate, but so painful. Right? right, exactly. And and that's why I think it's last on the list because it is so like uh, powerful mm-hmm. that you absolutely have no way to cope. Almost. Yeah. And and. And so you're kind of like at a loss, mm-hmm. total loss of control. Mm-hmm. But it, uh, I think it's you're right. It's easier to manage than mental or physical pain in the end. Right. So I think. I, we... Yeah, I think that emotional pain causes so many more other ologies. It's like the <laughs> yeah. Well, it's the one you can't control. Like I think yeah. there's ways to manage, or you think you can manage both the both mental and physical because mm-hmm. they can be more like um it's the kind of pain that isn't as sharp right and or if it is you just just manage it even if you like i mean people have have like cut their limbs with you know dull knives <laughs> because they've had to escape you know what i mean mm-hmm. they would rather deal with that than the emotional pain of dying alone like they would have you know what i mean like that mm-hmm. kind of thing mm-hmm so, is that you again? It's uh, the, the alarm, the house alarm. Mm. So, hmm. well. <laughs> did, she, did, did, did she walk Buster or she let him out? No, she had to walk Buster. Okay. Well, did you have a, a topic you wanted to talk about this week? I don't remember how we ended la- the the last one because we, we it had going... to do with songs, and then we we mm-hmm. we ended it by saying we usually end it by uh, trying to. Do <gasps> oh, that's it. right. We had a. Um, what was, was it? it? Oh, that's right. If we were in a um, ah, that's right. If we were in a um, a situation where we were in a um, uh, in home invasion. Who among the three of us would you want with you? Ah, that's right. <laughs> we all picked somebody. Yeah. Well, I... Uh, you picked me. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Jerry picked you, uh-huh. and I picked Jerry. Uh huh. <laughs> and now we have to explain our choices. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So. Jerry's still walking, Mr. Buster. I think you kind of started to explain why you picked me. Mm-hmm. Because you think that 
you and I have this ability in mm-hmm. times of like crisis to focus. Mm-hmm. Right. Like okay, when the I'm shit hits the fan. Mm-hmm. So Jerry, we're going over the, uh, the home invasion scenario, like who we would pick to be with in the house. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I, your Fatima. I, okay, go ahead. I think Jerry picked you because of your strength. No, well, no. Well, I let's see. Wait, 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 wait. Let's all explain. So Fatima picked me. Uh-huh. Jerry picked you, mm-hmm. Fatima. Mm-hmm. I picked Jerry. Okay. So you started to explain why you picked me. Mm-hmm. And your explanation was that in, in times of like high stress and when shit hits the fan, mm-hmm. that's when you think you and I tend to Excel. Excel. (laughs) (laughs) No, I just think that's funny because I, I, like, we panic least. Yes. I think that's when we're at our, not our best, but we have a tendency to resolve. We don't panic-ish, per se. We don't panic easily. Yeah. We don't Because we're usually panicked anyway. (laughs) Yeah, I think... I think that when we drown, when we're drowning, we're the type of people who do not flail. We fo- we focus. We we're calm. We focus on resolving how to get out of the. Um, I don't know. The we have the ability to concentrate through chaos. Correct. Whereas mm-hmm. Jerry, I've I've kind of been in her presence when. Um, uh, it depends too, because Jerry, if it's a personal, yeah. if the people involved, no, are... no, we are, we are in the. Uh, let's say, imagine us in mm-hmm. mom's house, mm-hmm. small, mm-hmm. where we are in the the my bedroom, that small bedroom in the back, mm-hmm. where um, we can escape mm-hmm. through that through the window because there is, but you know, but then we got to make a run for it. Because mm-hmm. it's got to be through the length of the house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So there's the ability to escape, but because it's a small house, mm-hmm. the the uh, ability to also be detected by the home invasion robbers with knives and and you know uh, guns. Mm-hmm. You know, like we're t- we're basically. We're going to have to try and get ourselves out of a bad situation. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Jerry expels. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just imagining this. <laughs> okay. It's scary scenario. Jerry excels when it's something that she knows, like um, when it comes to medical stuff or if it's a third party. Yeah. <laughs> like but, when the bullet hits you. <laughs> but outside of what she knows, she, 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 she will... <laughs> yeah okay outside of what jerry is certain about or (laughs) okay i'm I'm just imagining okay remember we're in the back room where my 
Outsiders poster was. <laughs> there is a window. And if, if memory serves, there used to be a mechanism we could turn where the bars push out. <laughs> it's still there. Exactly. That's why I'm, it's so vivid. And we have to be able to do it, you know, with barely talking. It's like it has to be a whisper. <laughs> you have to, you have to communicate, like, <laughs> with hand I signals. Would, I wouldn't even communicate. I would just do it. <laughs> That's why. Well, I chose you because... <laughs> She's not even gonna wait to communicate. All I have to do is hide in the closet because she'll be out the window and they'll chase her. Yeah, but the thing is, with Jerry, she's thinking for it's like it's like she's panic. She's herself. in panic mode, right? No, yeah. I wouldn't preserve no. myself. It's like a, I'm just saying. I no, would. I know, but you're wait, about girls. <laughs> oh well, well, we'll see about that. It's every man. <laughs> choose Jay to survive but if I were with Fatima if Fatima and I were together yeah we would both be calm but I would also know I might be slower than her in terms of like running <laughs> but she's weaker so I can just push her <laughs> I'd say Gene, go out the window first because <laughs> you're mm -hmm. smaller, you can make a run for it. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then tell, you know, go run. And then she's, I could just, it was it's going to be that scene where you're running and you were, remember that time when you were doing laundry? <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> and you mm -hmm. scared yourself. <laughs> That's a habit. That's a habit I'd like to break. Were you scared? You're like Nina with the fly. She freaks out. She freaks herself out. Okay. I just to see us. No, I do. I do. No, I actually think Ging would be like, I could see Ging and I like making eye contact and like yes. one of us looking at the window <laughs> and like mm -hmm. doing this motion of. But as you're doing that, they're looking at you too. Don't know what you're doing. No, no, no they're going through the true. house. They're going through the house. Oh, you know, the thought... first room. They're... Oh, they're okay. okay. No, they're no. Yeah, it's a home See, Jerry, invasion. Jerry would give it away because it'd be like, you bitch. It's like, dude, we had it under control. <laughs> no, she would. Back. She would. I think, well, I choose her. I'm telling you, my choice is Jerry because she would kind of be in a panic. <laughs> she wouldn't be able to control <laughs> she, she would immediately, she would either, she wouldn't think. She would either run right away towards the front door or make a run for the window and they would yeah, but that's who gets shot exactly gets then shot. that all i would have to do is just stay in the closet <laughs> <laughs> sacrifice she's a sacrificial lamb i'm i'm pl 
way you say it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because I know between the, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, well, let me think about my choice here. <laughs> Home invasions, they're all gonna want to kill you, they just want to steal. So, exactly, that's why. And I and you wouldn't figure that out, you just start running. <laughs> yeah, that's how she gets us all killed. <laughs> that's why, I, that's why I wouldn't do Jerry. Jerry would be, would she be like, We can take them, we can take them. <laughs> just wait it out just you know we'll or, try and figure or let's out. see how big they are let's see how fast mm, you know what I mean yes let's mm. <laughs> let's think mm-hmm. <laughs> Jerry would be like all action let's act <laughs> let's, act. let's karate chop <laughs> that's how you get killed that's what I'm saying they would be too busy trying to catch her or yeah, kill yes, her I would like, make yeah. my get <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's the it's the nice happy medium, right? I think Fatima would have that happy medium. She would be calm and then eventually do something. Whereas mm-hmm. I might be calm, so calm I don't ever move. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I know I'm better off playing dead. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> or saying, "Go, Jerry, go test the water." <laughs> detriment to my plan mm. I'd be like you know what King I don't think we'd both make it out of here tell you what <laughs> <laughs> let's wait on Jerry no I'd be like I'll stay in the closet <laughs> and you'd be like no 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 closet's the first place they would look <laughs> yes <laughs> I'll, no no I'll figure it out I'll stay in the closet you make a run for it. Call the police. <laughs> Jerry's gone. <laughs> Jerry's already run. She's already making a run for it. <laughs> or she's been shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's the whole point. I'm a sacrificial lamb. So if once they get shot, they're going to leave. Oh, like you're doing it for us. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry's like, I can, I'm, not, I, I'm not afraid of dying. I'm not afraid of like them shooting me. Or the That's chances. right. Remember, either, remember, physical pain was her number. She'd rather she'd rather go through the physical pain of being shot than the emotional pain of playing dead in the car. <laughs> One of three things I can't disable. I get a quad. I die or I survive in an injury. Oh. <sighs> So yeah. yeah, that's how it works. So, I'm, I'm, I think I, yeah, I think I, I, again, I think I would pick Jerry because she's balances my inability to leave the closet. <laughs> <laughs> she, like, I, I would. See what's gonna happen when she leaves? <laughs> Whereas Fatima. I would be too, honestly, I would be too worried and concerned that if, like, if I disappoint you of the plan, <laughs> I don't know which is going to be more painful. 
mean? Like, no, I'm serious. There would be, so, I think the pressure would be, I think it's may have to do with birth order for me. I think the pressure, I think the smarter choice would be Fatima. But I think for me personally, there would be more pressure to be in a home invasion with Fatima than with Jerry. With Jerry, I, I might as well be dead. I have nothing <laughs> to lose. <laughs> because if I make it out of there, if I make it out of there alive, I would get myself lucky. <laughs> with you, there's a chance I could survive. And and if it were to fail, I would think it would be because I did something I mean, wrong. I think by the time you process all this out, we'd all be dead. No, but you know, you understand what I'm saying. The one person I would do not want to be with is mom. mom. <laughs> oh She's like a combination of of my bad parts and <laughs> mom would shit herself literally. She li- shit herself and then run. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> uh, or throw me in front of you know, she'd throw one of us in front of the robber or offer us up. <laughs> uh, that's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, I have another one. Not so stressful as a home invasion robber. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just keep imagining going through the window. I chose that room because the other bedroom, the drop is much higher. (laughs) Right? From Fatima's old bedroom, right? Mm -hmm. The back room, that drop is much um, longer or higher than the drop from my old bedroom. It's more difficult to escape, though, because you're trapped. Exactly, but you remember I have bad knees. <laughs> no, you guys, all you have to do is jump over the roof that the shed is on. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be an easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll make it up. <laughs> and then no, and then and then you just jump to the neighbor's house. <clears throat> Not the Caesar, but the one in the back. Ass- yeah, assuming the roof holds. <laughs> You're rolling <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, that's right. There is, yeah, that you're right. There is no escaping from the other side. Mm-hmm. All they have to do is come out the front door and lock that gate, and you're dead. <laughs> that's true. Yep. See, I already thought it out. You're Maybe right. There is, yes. <laughs> the to the neighbor's house, you just climbed out the wall. Yeah, right. No, yeah, cool. yeah. Hello. <laughs> I'd rather <laughs> fall on the roof. Or either, I'd rather... either, 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 you, either you climb it, or it's not very tall, or you just jump on that that ledge and you just climb over the fence. Oh, God. You know, for somebody who cannot even move. <laughs> for, someone who, for someone who, like, has to do, um, what do you call that? <coughs> uh, shop for a boneless, a skinless thigh. <laughs> she can buy because she can't, she can't wait for the, uh, the good stuff. <laughs> she too much pain. <laughs> oh, my God. 
your muffled your muffled out self. Am I? Yeah, now you're fine. Oh, this I have um one of those sports things that go mm. around your head or go behind your head. Okay. Okay. Oh, that was a good laugh. I needed that. <laughs> hmm. So, what's Ron been up to lately? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. What's Ron been? Has he has he has he uh, traveled anywhere exotic? No, uh, no. He's let. He's well, not recently. Well, he went to China and uh, South. The South Korea, yeah. Wait, no, which South South Korea? Mm-hmm. Um, and he hasn't been to Milan in a while. Oh, no, I know which what companies out there. Hmm. Yeah, I'm actually thinking of leaving aerospace. Mm-hmm. It's what I know. It's what I know well. And it might be different if I did it like in California, but here in the East Coast, you know, there's not very many um, companies. You know, there's only a handful of the top ones, Lockheed, mm-hmm. um, you know, mm-hmm. UTC Aerospace is the uh, the one of the biggest ones. Boeing, of course. Well, would you go back to the other place since your boss is gone, your old boss? You know. I'm still in therapy about that. <laughs> I told you I have PTSD from from I that know. horrible experience that I went through, and um, um, I think it was the place. I, like mm-hmm. I've seen it even change Manny. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I've seen it change personalities, and I definitely see the difference in mine. Like it sucks out the joy in you mm-hmm. and I don't know if that's because it's in aerospace and in Connecticut and if it would be any different if it were in California I'm pretty I much 85% moving back I think like if I had to split it my 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 <coughs> desire would be to stay here but I know I, mm-hmm. I it would, would be harder for me to stay here I think that all workplaces are fairly the, much the same. It's uh, the politics is fair, fairly much it's the, the people. same. The it's the people. Yeah, the personalities are fairly much the same. It, it would have to be something that you would need to uh, try and work on, not yourself, but how you deal with the people. Those kinds of yeah. people. Yeah. I mean, I think that, Even, I think the it, thing is no. I mean, they've done studies. People don't leave their jobs. They're not unhappy because of really their jobs. They can manage that. Mm-hmm. It's the people. It's who they report Correct. to is about 90% of the unhappiness. Yeah, and that's you'll face that anywhere in life, regardless exactly. of work. It could be um, school. It could be Yeah, you could get shitty teachers. Right, exactly. Your home. Yeah. Except if you think about it, think of the amount of time. Like, the difference, I've, I've reported to amazing people. I mean, like amazing people where I loved going to work and I didn't mind working 60, 80 hours. And then I've, it, I've worked for like someone really horrible who was more about getting you rather than helping you. And it makes a, a huge difference, a huge difference. How are you doing, Jay, now that you're back at work? 
it's fine. It's excusing because there's this one girl that um, she, I mean, I remember her as being a nice, nice lady. And since mm-hmm. I had transferred like years ago, um, you know, to different units, like she had, um, she had become this person where people disliked her um, mm. because of you know whatever reason. But um, so when I when I was going to transfer to that unit, um, people kept telling me, like, kept warning me, like, watch out for her, blah blah blah. She's really changed, blah, blah, blah. She's really bigger, et cetera. And then on Friday, she actually, um, we talked for a little bit, she and I, um, about just random things. And so she's exactly what I remember her from 10, 15 years ago when I had first met her. And she actually came back um, after lunch and brought me an, an orchid. Because? Because she said that, you know, um, I should have, um, well, cause I was out for like two months and I was only there for like a month before I went. Oh, oh, medical. because you, oh, like as a, a okay. Yeah. You sure that see, this is the kind of thing where I have PTC and be like, it was there a bug in the orchid? No. <laughs> was there something poisonous? I always give everybody an opportunity. I, I, I've heard so many bad things about people and blah, 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 even though I know them. But I always give them an opportunity to show themselves. And if they, you know, because I'm the way I am at work is I get along pretty much with 98% of the people, even if they're like nasty and, and just bigger people. I get along. I get along with everybody. I think that that's part of my problem is that the people who don't get along with other people don't like that I get all, that people like me. And then that always ends up being my detriment it's usually people who are insecure and then who you know just people who are who have issues outside of work and obviously at work you know like they have something to prove or I have no idea and I mean maybe it is like I know there's something I'm doing wrong and that is I'm a pushover and people like that tend to bully people one and two they do that. I am like, I'm susceptible to um, getting, especially it's, it's usually women, either my age or older. Um, those are the, it's like, it's almost like um, those are the ones who pick on me and make me miserable, make my job miserable. You know, I remember this one woman like complaining to my boss that I wasn't friendly. Like who does that? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, but you know, I, I think Jerry. I think Jerry uh, has a healthy work ethic in that she just focuses on the work, not the people. Exactly. And I, I like that, and and I learn. I have to learn to do that. My thing is that I, uh, um, I like people. I'm interested in people. I have people skills, and I always think that that's going to help me in the long run. But it has to. I have to learn better boundaries. That's that's always been my problem. Is I mm-hmm. I don't have the, these like I don't have um, like I think people either think they can take advantage of me, push me around, or work me to death. You know, I think we all kind of have that a little bit because. 
that's kind of how we were raised. But mm-hmm. Jerry has a better ability to push back. Like I said, remember you were saying Fatima, she would set her clock. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I, I just, I'm, I'm going to, uh, my point of view, as far as Jerry's concerned, she doesn't take things personally. It's kind of like, if she does that, she knows how to protect herself. Mm-hmm. It's just that, I, I don't know. She has better I, coping mechanisms when it comes to that, like a better ability to separate she it. Le- she doesn't think, take yeah, it personally, exactly. right. She can leave it. She can. She knows it's work. She can leave it there, and she's connected with certain people that she chooses to connect with, and that's good. And the people she can't, that's fine. Right. It's about the work. Yeah, but she deals with everybody like that. I'm not. I don't mean to Correct. talk to you about the third person. Correct. I mean, Jay, you were saying I think last week or the week before um, about Tina. Like the reason you guys get along is. You know, you guys respect each other, but you're not tied to the hip. And, you know, you guys have lives outside of your friendship and outside of work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah, no, I'm thinking. Oh. Yep. So we could take a break um, uh, for the second part. Um, of of this episode, if you guys want, I know these have been getting longer and longer. So, you know, I'm trying to think of a segue topic that we could bring up. Yeah. Do you guys have one? Segway topic. You mean for the next uh, round? Yeah. When, uh, mm-hmm. So we can like eat and. Well, yeah, like um, we're hitting the 50 minute mark. Hmm. So we could take like a, a break and for the next upcoming part, we could do a segue like the home invasion. I don't want to do that anymore. No, but I mean, <laughs> oh, you don't want to do the if, like theoretical. Oh, the segue. oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So, it- seg- so as far as like, let's focus on, let's talk about perhaps how, what we're going to start the new seg- segue into the next round. Yeah. What you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Segue topic. Jerry, did you have a, a topic that you were kind of wanting to bring up? No, except that I just wanted to say that um, um, Ethan and I, I felt kind of happy because Ethan and I reported a, a psych person. That was roaming around the streets, and we called the police department. You recorded, you no, said? No, we reported. Oh, reported. Okay. So, I actually said, thought she said recorded, too. I was like, you guys yeah. did a podcast with somebody? I know. <laughs> <laughs> so did I. I'm like, oh, okay. Hmm. I have a segue topic, and then we could take like a five-minute break. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and then we'll be we'll go on to the second part of the podcast or mm-hmm. you know save it for the following week um, mm-hmm. is you know we've done a couple of these podcasts already and I think um, I think I kind of revealed to you guys maybe not in this podcast but definitely we had a brief conversation about I sometimes think doing these podcasts is like playing um like a, a with a Ouija board, you know, um, in terms of Russian, Russian roulette, but it's more of a Ouija board that, you know, it can, they can be fun. We can have like interesting conversations, but 
we could trigger each other or there could be topics that are very sensitive and we don't realize till we get there. Do you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. they, they're very unscripted. We try and mm-hmm. come up with topics, but I know there have been a couple of topics where it can get, um, I know for me, it could have like um, a, a residual or effect where it, mm-hmm. it can trigger me. We really are kind of talking about some pretty, um, you know, our childhood uh, memories and traumas. And in some ways, it's like kind of a, a, not a seance, but a, a, what do you call that? A Ouija board where, you know, you could, we could open up something and we might not know what to do with it. So, you know, Con- conjure up, conjuring. yeah, conjuring up mm-hmm. something like an emotion that we may not have been ready, especially since it's just the three of us on here. It's not like we have like a, a professional therapist, although we, we probably should on like a, a guest host <laughs> at one point maybe. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, um, so we could talk about that, like how we feel about, you know, if there's ever any trepidation or just the challenges of doing it, scheduling, obviously, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Does that sound good? Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. So we'll come back and we'll continue talking about the podcast itself. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. More later. So, well, how, how long is the... Uh, okay, let's take fine. a seven-minute break. Ten? <laughs> seven-minute break. Okay. Okay. Ten uh, minutes? Yes. Okay. Okay, bye. Bye. Present. Hello. Present. Happy Sunday, Seisters. Hello, Seisters, second part. Present. So, welcome (laughs) back. Give me a second, okay? I just have to pee, but keep talking. Okay. We do tend to overshare on this podcast, I think. <laughs> We're a little informal, but maybe maybe that's going to be our trademark. Mm-hmm. Informality. Irreverent informality. Amateurs. Dysters. <laughs> <laughs> So, what are you up to? Not much, just um, just chilling. Just got our um, taxes. Um, we, have to, we have to pay. October. No, I know um, we had an extension. Oh, that's right, October. Mm-hmm. I hear you. All right. Sorry, guys. <clears throat> I was busy. I took that time out to prepare food because my sugar was dropping. Okay. Mm. Yeah, I uh, when I got sick, I would go downstairs and, like, eat maybe every other day when I could. and that, But I didn't have time to prepare anything, so I'd just be, like, throwing things in the microwave or having a sandwich. Yeah. That's what I made is a sandwich. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so all in. Okay, so we were discussing uh, sort of like the Ouija board concept of, of, of the, the podcast itself having to do with sort of therapeutic topics okay. among sisters. <clears throat> I, I do wonder, I wonder how, um, how on a, on sort of our, on a continuum, on a spectrum, how I'm sure people had way worse childhoods. And then there's people who like had much better, but on that scale where we would land closer to the middle or depends what your definition is. I agree. I think it depends on your perception and how you perceive it. What you're, yeah. Well, I'm saying that, you know, like there's, I guess it's 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 so it's subjective, right? There's right. no like um but on a spectrum are we more probably in the mm-hmm. middle? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Probably like closer to um I don't know. I, I should ask my therapist that. Yeah. I, I see her tomorrow. <clears throat> hmm. So did you guys just, by the way, speaking of Ouija boards and triggers and trauma, did you guys, um, were you guys in any way remotely interested in what was going on with the uh, Kavanaugh Supreme Court nomination? Yeah. I actually, I had to stop. I had to, had to, had to stop watching it. It was causing all sorts. Yeah, I had to. I mean, I had, I had like such... I don't know. I don't know. I didn't know whether to be angry. I didn't know whether to be disgusted. I didn't know whether to be like the whole thing was. Yeah, exactly. I I, and I I think. Yeah, I felt. I felt helpless. I felt dirty. I felt angry. I felt sad. I felt. um, I felt like I had no voice. But I felt. Yeah, I just felt helpless. I felt victimized I help helpless is like the perfect word for it because it, it was personal like I felt yeah. personally attacked as a female yeah. correct and it covered like the spectrum of emotions of anger disgust um um Oppress. humiliation oppression right and then at the same time there was even for me an empathy part of it like of no, there really was. I mean, I tried to see it from from the other side of it. I was so disgusted in the way they handled everything. It was so. <clears throat> it was just it. I can't even talk about it. Like I stutter because I get so angry. Yep, me too. I mean, it, it physically, physically, mentally, emotionally pains me. I felt ill. I felt ill. Exactly. Physically. I felt physically ill. <clears throat> I think that that's it contributed to my flu. Yeah. I was riveted. I was, it was, it was like, you know how people have reality TV and they're addicted to like the Kardashians. But it was like an overdose. 
but it was an overdose too because I couldn't turn anything on or read anything and it just wasn't it was so in my effing face you know there was it was every every friggin' day and so I finally when I went to sleep like like two days in a row because I was it was the the throes of my flu I thought by the time I would you know read the news again we would be on to not to something just something different like we had progressed a little bit more no we were still stuck in the he said she said it has to you know the vote has to happen right away you know like there was just like no substance to it it was all just like and in the end <clears throat> the end was like freaking yeah in the end it was still like the same again, what was the point yeah exactly Exactly. That's it that's was, the helplessness. And I yeah. just I, I don't I'm gonna come right out and say it. Susan Collins, Gemini, I knew instantly she was gonna be like one of those key votes. I was like any Gemini, uh Sun Kiyi, <clears throat> whatever her name is, they gave her the the, the uh, peace prize, Gemini. She's like she's the one responsible, partly responsible or allowing the Rohingya massacres, Gemini woman. Like mm-hmm. I just Brooke Shields, Gemini, <laughs> like every woman I've ever had a bad feeling about, like in terms of like that. And Marnie's a Gemini, right? So I'm thinking every time I think of Gemini <clears throat> women who have crossed me, I always think of Marnie because she's the one Gemini that hasn't like just shown like this, this like, I don't know, viral, like, I don't know, like just, ugh. Like, I think- your overs <clears throat> I think sensitive to the yeah mm-hmm. yeah I don't think that it's a Gemini thing I just think it's a trait thing I think it's unfortunate it's that the they way haven't... they view the world like Gemini's have that two-sided like it to me it, it's like I'm telling you it's just a trait that's so like I feel it like I can meet somebody and within like 10 minutes I was like uh-huh. I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's a Gemini trait but I perhaps but it's the trait where they only see black and white there's no gray exactly <clears throat> you know susan markowski from alaska like her point of view was just so different from i could just tell like i didn't even have to look it up but the minute i was like yeah this one's a gemini i just don't <laughs> I understand just, like susan susan collins <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, it's just, I don't know. Uh, whatever. I don't want to, I don't want It's. I know it's so painful, isn't it? Like, I don't even want Yeah. I just, I told my therapist and she's like, yeah, it's been a bad week. Like just turn it off. Like, you know? Yeah. But in the end, our power is in our vote. And even then uh, you, you uh, maybe that's kind of fairy tale, but vote. That's it. Vote. Yeah. So that the Russians can screw with it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, who knows? Maybe they didn't. They didn't. But you know that we don't even know. Like the focus is isn't on the fact that of whether the Russians um, actually our our security, um, uh, all our security uh, uh, departments. You know, I say just think- that that mm-hmm. there there was uh, um, there was a uh, what do you call it? There was the, an attempt. But whether it had an impact, we, we, will, we won't know because nobody seems to be interested, really. I just think that 
we should just be grateful and focus on the positive stuff in that we live in a country where you can voice that in many countries. Exactly. You don't I totally agree with you. Option. Yeah. But that is what makes America great. Not mm-hmm. a, a like, a, um, what does it make America great again? It's always been great. Like, um, exactly. there's never been anything. It's like, it's a work in progress. It was never just great and stopped at great. You know what I mean? It can be, it could always be better, but it's always been great because it's, it's like so mm-hmm. different from most other countries. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's focus on the other stuff. Now, okay. what, what was the segue? Ouija board. Mm. Ouija board mm-hmm. of triggers. Just that, that's why it came up because I'm thinking sometimes when we do these podcasts, like, we could be talking about something and it could have sort of this overpowering like trigger that you're yeah, not even I, aware of until after the podcast. But no, or even during, but it, you know, for me, sure. it's, it's never been, um, it's, I'm not saying that that's what you're, you're alluding to, but it doesn't deter me what it, it's just, I could just be washing the dishes and it would, it, it, you know something would trigger me kind of thing so it's not like i don't think that the, it's the podcast it's just my current state of of thinking or being you know well talking about stuff you know i think it's kind of hello sorry sounds like there's like a ghost in the back <laughs> what is going on who is whispering and what is it about are you trying to um, incorporate the Ouija board? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying that, you know, there's, there's a, like you say, you're a purposeful person. What we're doing is purposely speaking about issues that matter to us, obviously, on mm-hmm. some level. And I can engage, like when I am washing the dishes, I try and be present with washing the dishes. I'm eating, I'm, you know, being present, eating, but you know, and when I'm in therapy, I can leave. I, I, there's a purpose for me to be there. There's, there's things that come up, but I've trained or meditated or whatever it is, whatever progress I've made that, that I can leave it there. And I think sometimes when we do these, because they, they, they are somewhat therapeutic for me, but both in the positive and negative sense. Yeah. Is that I get Mr. That. Hunter? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry. He definitely has an opinion. <laughs> I actually I know what you're saying because I get that too. But um, what I, I, I just like to say that it would just be nice to know that instead of reacting to one another like we know each other from our past, like from the past, what we think we know of each other is I, I, it would just be nice to incorporate what we've become, you know, that a lot of the comments or the feedback we get from each other are based on how we used to know one another. You think so? But yes. And, you know, a lot of the remarks, a lot of the... the I don't but know, that, that's, I don't think that's possible because we're not those people anymore. We're, we're, we're looking back at our perspective. Well, that's my opinion. This is my opinion. Okay. All right. Okay. My opinion is that there's times when you guys will comment on a certain aspects of myself that I have worked really hard to either leave behind or that I don't even identify with anymore. 
but you guys will still assume that I am the statement is coming from who I was before or how it, you know, you guys still um, kind of related back to, I don't know, to um, uh, conditioning from the past. Like It's like having a stereotype of somebody, right? Correct. Like we stereotyped you. I think, I think the reason there that we call it a stereotype is because generally there was some truth to that at some point. Right. And you're saying, yeah, but, and it's not that's not oh that's either no, no longer the case or um or, or be more open yeah evolved. that's like no law right yeah. be more evolved and and it's it unless we the three of us have like cohabitated all this time which we haven't Correct. it's been like this is almost like a reintroduction because mm-hmm. it's i mean like so in that sense that's the trigger for me is that I, it's almost like somebody reminding you of something that you'd like to leave behind or that you no longer identify with. Or that well, that, you do that's kind of it... like what therapy is, right? I mean, no, because therapy, I'd like to think, is moving forward. It's not a constant, like, especially if you've already opened the can of worms and you've already let the worms go, you know, and you've kind of like kind of moving on. But then all of a sudden somebody brings up or refers to you as, the person who's still holding it onto that can of worms when it's no longer even there. So you just kind of think, well, I was not resolved, but I've kind of moved forward or I've kind of spread that out in many aspects of my life. No yeah, longer. But, but you haven't been existing in a bubble and, and, and I mean, you haven't been, ex- you, you haven't existed on, like you have been existing kind of in a bubble on your own. It's not, like I said, we haven't been living together. Right. And I do think that therapy, a lot more people, I think a lot more people experience things in, in their like current state because of stuff they un- have not resolved in the past. Um, in other words, you know, if, if someone is like jealous or envious, it, it's a, there's a root that they haven't, you know. No, I'm just- not saying that I don't, my root isn't, isn't um, is, it, it's not like I severed it. No, it's still a part of me, but it's also transformed to a completely different, perhaps, uh, extension of it. It's a, like or, branched out, right? Correct, correct. But right, but me, how can we even see, like I said, it's not like we watch that branch no, grow. No, I, I understand. I'm just saying that it would be nice if we don't keep referring back to one another like as if we were still little girls, you know what I mean? I don't think we always do. Okay. That's Sometimes we have to. I mean, that's our shared history. Okay. Right? If we didn't have, if we didn't have that part, we wouldn't be sisters. We would be f- just friends. Okay. Like I could oh. have those conversations be- with. No, well, yeah, I think that's what makes sisterhood different. Is that, mm-hmm. um, like, like Carmen and and uh, Zoma checked in on me because they know that I was sick, and my friend Rose and I exchanged messages. And like, you know, it's not that it's superficial, but I can deal with them clearly in the present because whatever history I have with them, it wasn't that far back. You know, we're talking a a matter of years. So I'm not saying that you guys are, I know, I'm not saying that I expect you guys to know that, you know, like that, that is the case for me. But when I state that that is the case for me, I wish that you guys or we'd, each, we'd see that in one another and just kind of, okay, so I see that. 
you know, kind of thing mm-hmm. and not keep referring back to it. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you're, but you're assuming that your pe- your perception is the only one is is the only re- reality. No, like that's rea- what I'm saying. everybody has a perspective. I understand, but I'm only speaking for myself. I'm not saying for everyone. I'm just saying for myself. Okay. I, well, I mean, I mean, I, I kind of understand what you're saying, like. We, there's like, we all have stereotypes of each other from childhood. Yeah, like, I've already, I, how many times have I said that, you know, I, I sense that you, there's aspects of your personality and that I think has uh, revo- uh, what's that? evolved and that you've kind of worked toward, uh, you know, have been working towards and I see the change or I see the progress and I, I, I I always take that into consideration. I no longer refer back to a lot of the things that I thought of you like when you were young. So everything that I, I, I refer to you both, as per, including mine, personalities is always with that in mind, how it was before, but always moving forward. Do you know what I mean? Like always including the progress. Uh, maybe I'm not making myself clear. I think I understand, but I also think that that you you either giving Jerry and I way too much credit that we're that insightful about that. Maybe. You know, yeah, I do mm-hmm. think that. Um, I don't know. I just I I mean. I think maybe uh, you're just a little more sensitive to the situation because you you're living through it. And you've lived through it for the last how many years that you? You mean because I've worked? It. You mean yeah, yeah exactly, so, exactly. So, so it's more clear us, to me. Yeah. yeah. Whereas with us, it's like, well, we're just talking. I mean, same same thing with like you know, well, Jerry's this type of person, so therefore. Yeah, like is, the fact that yeah. we have like the the questions of who do you, the stereotypes like yeah. who do you want to be in a home it's invasion just, robbery. Yeah, it's just hard to move forward when, let's say, I had a, I don't know, like, I grew up with the insecurity of having a, a, a sixth toe, right? And I've kind of already worked it out. Yeah, okay, I have a sixth toe, I accept it, whatever, and, you know, whatever. I've had it severed and blah, blah, blah. But then you guys keep, or let's say you guys, because you don't know that it was sensitive to me or whatever, and I have... But I've I've once made it clear already, or that I don't respond to some of the comments that you say, or, you know, you refer back. Remember okay. that six can, <laughs> So can I can I make a um, an analogy, mm-hmm. or maybe a very bad one? So, um, you and I uh, growing up, probably mm-hmm. more you, because um, um, my weight didn't really fluctuate. I just mm-hmm. kept getting bigger, <laughs> but you, you were like a yo-yo dieter, right? Mm-hmm. You went up and down, up and down. And, and you finally, um, it appears like that you finally uh, have, have stabilized your weight to the point that you are no longer, not just overweight, but you know, you're not obese. Mm-hmm. You have lost an enormous amount of weight and mm-hmm. you've been able to keep it off. Mm-hmm. And, and in the, the, my only experience with that is I also lost an, uh, an enormous amount of weight. Um, and I'll never forget the comment you made. I think at my lowest weight, I was walking towards you and you didn't even really recognize me. I think I remember that because it stands out in my mind, but but I gained it all back, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So 
um, if it's almost as if or if we still see you as that heavy person from Correct. that pit, right? You think we still see you as that person, mm-hmm. and you, or at least that's how you feel when we talk about you, mm-hmm. and 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 I, I'm, and what I'm trying to say is just because we still speak like we treat you or you think we you think we treat you like you're that that heavy person that doesn't mean we uh we don't see that you have lost weight i mean i don't think we're at the point where we're constantly teasing you about like we're still treating you like uh you're that uh, you know obese person with a twa bag although we make fun of that Mm-hmm. And and but we don't we're not privy because you're not the most open person, mm-hmm. and you kind of are more private than I think even Jerry and I are. Mm-hmm. We, we haven't seen that process. Oh, it's almost like literally for me, it's like, uh, it's like, it's that's the part I know best because I kind of don't know who this other person. I haven't seen that process. No, so it's I hard just... for me to relate. Like, I mean, I see that you no longer have a weight problem, but and I, I cheat. I, what... I understand what you're saying. I'm not expecting you guys to, but however, I think that it would. I'm my request is just, or where we got to talking about triggers and stuff. For me, it would just be because you know it's like sisters have a different pers- uh, uh, relationship than, let's say, with you know friends or strangers that I would hope, you know, there's not, remember when I, uh, my statement before about constantly looking for a home, mm-hmm. the home, the home includes people who um, are in tune with, maybe I'm asking for too much because I am that way in tune with um, progress or personalities. Or, well, I think you're constantly in search of acknowledgement, like almost to the point, like that's, what's going to drive you. That's when you no. know, not acknowledgement, a feeling of comfort to be myself, whether that's a person who's been evolved, whether that's a person who I'm still stuck in the past. So or I'm con- let me ask you something about this thing, this thing with you being in a home, like not ever, always in constant search of a home. Mm-hmm. Is that something because of how you feel or how others make you feel? No, it's a it's a combination of both. I mean, how can you how can you not take into consideration how other makes other people makes you feel? But at the same time, I think it's more me. It's just a constant feeling of I just want to feel comfortable. You know, I just want to feel like. But it's okay. but is that dis- is is the predominant discomfort coming from you or from the people around you? Uh, like I said, a little bit of both. I, I think I take the weight is more on myself because I've never had, I've never felt that. So, but I know what it's like to give it to other people, to make other people feel so, I guess. And I don't feel like, um, well, maybe both. I guess it's hard because it's like, you know, finding people who are like minded like heart like hearted like um i don't know thinking it's i've i've never really met anybody who's similar to me and i i think that's true for everybody exactly yeah but you kind of get a glimpse of it correct i've i've never although i have a lot of friends and they're all 
close to me, like the main ones, handful, Yvonne, Rose, Zoma, um, Carmen, mm-hmm. like um, these, these are my core friends. Some, they don't even know each other, some of them. Um, it, not only is it a matter of degree, but each person knows me in a different way. Mm-hmm. And, and each one, not, it's not that they serve a purpose. It's just that it's not like that any one of them like gets me. And mm-hmm. you're always like only showing different parts of yourself to different people. Yeah. Right. So I think what you mean by like comfort or home, that's something that, and I'm not, this sounds so corny, but it's like, like you said, every job I'm ever going to have, there's going to be certain people that are going to make me uncomfortable. It's something I have to just deal with. Like I have to be comfortable where I'm at and who I'm around. Comfortable with being comfortable with being uncomfortable. Or knowing how to it's not changing other people's perceptions or behaviors. It's 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 dealing it's changing the way I deal with them. Correct. Uh, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's more of a feeling because like I don't feel like there's some place I can go to and just cry and just let it all out and just kind of be myself. You know, and it's okay what I say. I don't have to think about what I say. You know, it's like that's that's I'm therapy. Mom. And even in therapy, like sometimes I even tell my therapist, yeah, you know, sometimes my- I lie to you. I tell her that. Uh-huh. You know, and I say sometimes I'll tell you I'm lying or I'll tell you why I lied about this or I don't but so I said, but but I come in here daily, like whenever I die, and I'm not in therapy, but every time I'm in here, I lie to you in some way. And mm-hmm. she says, well, like, how? I say, because I don't reveal everything. I, mm-hmm. I might say, you know, something and give you some part of my childhood, but, or, but we'll twist something because it's either too painful for me to tell or, you know, or, or a relationship that I have. I wouldn't tell you, you know, I tell you as much as I'm, com- I'm comfortable with, right? See, uh-huh. But, but everything is perception to me. Like, like I said, it's like that movie, right? Three people could see three different, you know, the same accident and not each of them will catch it. Each different, each person's going to have a different perspective. They may have the basic facts, but some might say he was going five miles an hour. The other one's going to say like 10. Not Mm -hmm. everyone's going to experience the same thing, the same way. Well, I know all the reasons as to why I just, that's just my longing. I'm just telling you that's my longing. And it has nothing to do. I know that we're all that way, you know, whatever. I My longing stems from not having somebody to go run off. Like if Ron um, hurts me, there's not somebody I can go running off to. I agree. It's very hard. It's why people, that's why I isolate. I don't know about other people, but the safest place for me is like, you know, what's, is I don't have a real carrier and whatever carrier I have, okay. it's a false carrier. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, because I, I have always, and people, I'm not saying that people come to me, but I'm the, I'm the person that people come to, you know, I'm the person that mom, when mom gets hurt, comes to, I mean, she comes to you guys too, but you know what I mean? Like, I know I what was... you're saying, but I've never thought that if, 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 if I'm not that person, I, I doubt, I highly, highly, highly doubt, and it's not from lack of trying, that I am that person for somebody out there. Because I don't think anybody, unless it's a, a home like, you know, there's like, um, 
their father or their mother, like even that shifts. I think that at some, I think it's for me, I think a lot of people are in constant search of that. Like people do go to me a lot. I do. I burn out because people ask me to help them all the time. And a few people recognize that, you know, they've taken advantage. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But, but does that mean that um, what it means to me is what it means to them? No, it, it sometimes it takes more out of me than, but if I just said no, really, wouldn't that be a big deal? To well, them? there's certainly people. It's me. It's my 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 walls. My my um, inability to trust anybody. It's a trust thing. It's my inability to to reach out. My inability to trust anybody. My inability to let the walls down. You know, that's the so in that sense, yeah, it is all on me. The search is because it's all on me, not because, you know, I'm relying on other people to create that for me. It's all on me. And well, I also think it's a fallacy. I'm just not even sure a place like that exists. It doesn't. I think that, yeah, I think but, it's a uh, fantasy for, for me, it's a fantasy. It is, but the longing is still there. Mm-hmm. Because it's like I rewriting. Know- it's like rewriting something over and over and over again and thinking that I'm going to be able to read. To, to like re to change an ending of something that's already been written. Right. Well, I can, can the the hard thing for me is I can conceptualize it, which is a fantasy, but it would be nice if it was a reality. So that's all I'm saying is that it would just be nice if it was. Hmm. Some people have it, but that's because it's super not superficial, but it's it's not it's not to the level that's good you know everyone's levels are different i think that maybe they don't have that longing because what they have is enough whereas Mm -hmm. for people like me it's never going to be enough and that's because it's me it's not because you know i'm looking or because you never had it you know they might know what it is because they had it i don't think we uh, i think you know i don't think most people have had it but Mm -hmm. i think uniquely for us three i don't know about you jerry but i'd say that you know, early on, we weren't kind of given those models of, you know, to me, the closest thing, the honestly, the closest thing to peace for me was having Lulu. That's about the only time I felt safe or protected. And even then, I wasn't 100% sure because of his connection to, to um, you know, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I had to reach out to Felix for that, you know. Mm-hmm. But you know, like you said, that feeling you got when you saw him yelling at Carmelita—that's mm-hmm. that feeling you're searching for. Someone you Who know loves you and protects yeah. you, right? Who won't judge you, right? That's as mm-hmm. close as I know I've ever gotten to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah. know, I, there's like things. That's like I said, it's by no accident that mm-hmm. at Lulu's funeral, all of his grandchildren not only had a story about him. But the stories all had a theme. And that was he he made each of us feel special in some way. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even sure he was conscious of it. I think it's just the kind of person he was. Yeah, exactly. You know, could be something. It was just his personality, like not yelling at you when you spilled all those sodas. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, to him, that well, was just saying, a natural feeling for him, right? It wasn't, yeah. And for me, it wasn't just him. It was also Lula. Right, me. right. Mm-hmm. For me, I have, I mean, I loved Lula, but I had a lot more. Like I said, for me, it was Lula Terry and Lulu. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I Lula loved me now, but it didn't mm-hmm. feel like it. And the way things feel is not always reality, you know, and I yeah, know that. I didn't- I didn't. Uh, I didn't have that kind of connection with Lula Terry. I didn't even know her that well. Well, I think part of it is I just had to look at her. I mean, you, you could just tell by her facial expression. For me, well, yeah, but I again, I didn't. I didn't know her long enough, or uh, hang out with her long enough, or communicated with her long enough to get that sense. I, knew I felt it. A- I felt it as a child. It's mm-hmm. it's again. Um, her communication with me wasn't verbal. It was the way she looked at me. It was the way she mm-hmm. would touch me. Like I could tell I was special to her because of the resemblance I had. Like you know, I looked like that side of the family. Mm-hmm. So the way she looked at me was like I was precious. <laughs> you know, I was her precious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. <clears throat> and I don't know if she looked at all her other grandkids that way. I have a feeling she did. Um, mm-hmm. But I think because of, you know, her own, like, relationship with um, our father, like, troubled and sporadic or whatever, like, she kind of looked at me as sort of the the one link to him, mm-hmm. maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So, Jerry, you've been awfully quiet. I'm just kicking it all in. Mm-hmm. Mental pain. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have that place for you, like where you feel safe, where you can go? Well, your place is fishing. It's not so much like it's it's your like happy place. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think too much about it. I. Just, <laughs> I just... <laughs> I think that's just too intense. I think that's see, this is what I'm saying is I think that there's people who who it's they have it because they don't not that they have it, but they don't really seek it because it's not something that that's like Jerry said, it's like it's not a really calling. It's not a, yeah. a longing for Jerry. Yeah. Whereas like with me, because I'm a, a, an overthinking over overthinker, over feeler, over processor um, that I'm constantly longing for it. I'm a longinger as well, as well. But I don't. I just don't think it. I don't think it exists. It doesn't. Honestly, I agree. I did. I I do have to say one of the most valuable, and I have to keep reminding myself um, things I like learned or experienced when I through meditation is that I've always allowed my emotions to rule my mood, like. Mm-hmm. One minute I could be really happy because I'm feeling a certain way. One minute I could be really sad because I'm feeling a certain way. And what I realized by stopping kind of like um, the feeling part of me and just sort of meditating. And when I mean meditating, I really mean just breathing, focusing on my breathing. You know, there's mm-hmm. nothing special going on there. And like, just folk, like counting my breathing by, by kind of, sort of quieting the emotion it, it will de- almost like not change my mood but at least seize it up like kind of s- pause it mm-hmm. because who I am or how my day is going to go doesn't have 
a feeling is a feeling, right? Mm-hmm. It's just a feeling, but it's not necessarily always reality. Because right. like a car, if you get into a car accident on a good day versus a car accident on a bad day, that car accident, that same car accident could be experienced completely differently depending on how you're already feeling that day. Right. So I try and remind myself that, like, especially when I'm having a particularly rough day or bad day, like when I'm sick or I'm feeling lost and I'm feeling stressed out, I'm saying you're feeling stressed. That doesn't mean that's your reality right now. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not that you can't, you know, you, it's not that you can change. Like, I don't tell myself stop being stressed. I tell, tell myself that's just your feeling, but it doesn't mean it has to be the reality. Correct. And that was really t- difficult for me. Like, that that was hard. <laughs> that was like a really, a real struggle, but it kind of like clicked the mm-hmm. day that I found those birds um, nesting in my like floodlight mm-hmm. by the side of the house. Because one minute I was like totally elated, like, oh, look at these birds are like beautiful. And then like the next minute I was having a different emotion and I was like bouncing back and forth, back and forth. And I'm like, you know, then I finally was meditating and I got it. Like, Well, a savior for me is, the saying that's a savior for me is, um, it is what it is. That's like my favorite uh, survival mode um, way of acceptance. It is what it is. There's nothing I can do. There's nothing I can feel to uh, change. It's, it's all on me on how I can... Um, get through it because it is what it is regardless of how I feel about it do you ever feel the need that if you inspect something or if you figure out or this is this is sort of I try and figure out why I'm feeling a certain like okay it is what it is right Mm -hmm. but my problem has always been because I always ask well why is it the way it is (laughs) like I try to stop myself no I don't asking that question I don't because that would there is no answer. Exactly. It, that's why because, that's why a lot of my craze or my a lot of my because um, it, it because there is no answer because it is what it is. Yeah, but I have this fallacy in my head that if I figure out why it is that way, mm-hmm. I will be able to stop it. And that no. is a m fuck, you know, or a, yeah. a mind f, sorry. Yeah. Because but that that's <laughs> what I'm saying. M <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Wrong, 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 uh, deletion. (laughs) Yeah, I'm heavily medicated right now. (laughs) Okay, okay, funny story. Let me try and end this segment by giving guys a really funny story and hopefully (laughs) one that you can visualize. (laughs) I've been very feverish lately, and today it was about 80 degrees. So as I started to feel better, you can kind of hear in my voice, I started to feel better. I um I I had to pick up my refills at CVS hmm. this afternoon, and I had been I had been trying to get to CVS like since last Thursday, but today was the day like I could feel up to it, mm-hmm. pretty mellow day, right? But it mm-hmm. because it was eighty degrees, it was even hotter than normal. So I was like, great, my fever's gone down, but it doesn't really matter because it's eighty degrees outside. <laughs> And it's October. So I'm like getting ready. I have the fan on, whatever, whatever. And the only clean thing that I have at the moment is the shirt. Do you guys know what a shirt is with cold shoulders? Mm-hmm. Do you know what, what cold shoulders are, Jerry? Mm-mm. Yeah, I yeah, knew Jerry wouldn't know. 
they're open at the you know when the cutout there's a cutout at the shoulders. Can you like visualize flash, it, Jerry? Like flash cams? No, no like, like imagine like open shoulders. You know, there's like a, a hole where your your shoulders are, but you have like, like yeah, go ahead, explain it to her. It's like a T shirt, but there's a cutout right where your shoulders are. So the, the it's like a cutout. Oh, those funky blouses. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're called cold shoulders. It's supposed to Okay, that's a cold shoulder, right? So I was so out of it when I was getting ready. Like I was, I had put on some jeans and I was like, like, again, you know how I am about my clothing. Like, I need more comfortable in shorts, <laughs> you know, like overthinking the jeans, shorts, <laughs> so that I wasn't paying attention to like my top. I already knew which top I was wearing, which was the cold shoulder top. So I just threw it on, whatever. So I'm in the car at the Uber and about halfway there, I was like, why is this shirt so uncomfortable? Like, I thought it was a lot longer than it was. I realized that I had put my hands through the wrong hole. <laughs> That's why I would never wear those, because I wouldn't know how to wear it. I'm looking around your neck. No, no, no. So I'm looking at, like, kind of, like, trying to look at myself, which is hard. Cause, and, you know, what happens is because you put it in through the first holes, you know, you're supposed to have, you have these like flappy sleeves under your armpits then <laughs> that are supposed to be the sleeves, right? <laughs> okay. And I start laughing at myself because I'm like, you are such a dork. <laughs> like you are just a big, stupid dork. <laughs> like you literally put your both, not just one, <laughs> but both hands through the wrong holes. <laughs> And now you have your sleeves flapping <laughs> under your under your armpits. So you thought the sleeve you put it you thought the sleeve opening was through the cold shoulder cut out. Yes, I just wasn't paying attention. I, I mean, I knew it was a cold shoulder top. That's why I picked it because it was it was a hot day. So I'm yeah. like, oh, I'll wear this so that I can kind of vent it, you know, a little bit. Yeah, but because I was in a cold armpit. Yes, it's not a cold shoulder. No. <laughs> and it, no. It's a cold armpit. <laughs> no, it's the other way around. You have you have tags <laughs> under your armpit. That's you what I'm saying. It's like it's like extra material but open yeah. armpits. <laughs> it's like tube armpits. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in the style. Like, oh. Exactly. So then I'm like, you know what? I'll just, you know what? It's easy enough because it was a relatively like loose shirt. Thank God. Like when I get to the CVS, I'll just sit down and kind of like, you know, <laughs> like maneuver myself <laughs> into the right sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys ever gotten stuck in a in a in a dress or a shirt in a dress in a fitting room? <laughs> no, but I have. The worst thing is here when it's humid is when you're trying to put on a a tight tight outfit because it sticks to you. Yeah. So you you're like never... struggling. <laughs> you guys have never gone to a dressing room and tried on something and couldn't get out of it. Uh, no, I, <laughs> I know better. <laughs> I have. <laughs> you have? There's Hello. No because there's no. It's it's this way. I won't get a small. 
<laughs> no, it's not that. It's because, you know, the materials have stretched. Nowadays, they have uh, spandex as part of the um, material. So, you know, you could slip it on and easily maneuver your way. I have a bigger, sh- uh, like uh, my shoulders are wider than, um, uh, so for me, it's, you know, things are hard to get over my head, but once it's on there, it's fine on the body. Well, getting it off when you have wider shoulders is like, Ugh. <laughs> 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 I practically have to dislocate a shoulder in order to get out of it. But yeah, that's happened to me. See, I, for tops, that's never happened to me because I have to account for um, you have, you the have juggies. The yeah. juggies. Yeah. <laughs> the juggies. Okay. And I'm the that happens, And that happens to me more on bottoms where I already know if I put a calf in mm-hmm. and it won't get above my knees, not even mm-hmm. to attempt. <laughs> <laughs> I did that once with some squirts. Like I was able to get Ouch. it on. Uh-huh. And then I was like, okay, must get out of this because it was like, <laughs> it was like the most painful camel toe. You could <laughs> it was like, it was like, what is it called? Um, torture camel toe. <laughs> it was tourniquet. Like, it was like camel tourniquet. <laughs> really bad i can't at least you know it's a squirt but once i got it up i was like no i can't was it was it was it purple zip halfway up you know i hate See, I those scores that that have the um zipper in the back <laughs> like what what's the point of this <laughs> 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 my arm can't reach that far back <laughs> i don't do uh, scores scores i love mm-hmm. scores I, I can live in scores it's too wide in the the skirt part. It makes me feel like kind of um, yeah. I don't like it. It's not proportioned to my body. See, for me, it's perfect. It hides all the all the <laughs> sins. It hides it hides the uh, the uh, imperfect. It, it sort of gives me a, yeah. It hides the biggest part of my body, which is my my tummy. Oh, it hides the tourniqueted labia. <laughs> 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 the tourniqueted toe. <laughs> 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 
circulation yeah. around the toenail. <laughs> That's what I said. He's like, what? I can actually um, cross my legs. <laughs> I don't have that <laughs> extra part <laughs> Now you can fit it. Now it's it. <laughs> I sliced the toe off. <laughs> you can even, you can even go down the sides now. <laughs> oh my god. It's funny. <sighs> yep. That's right. <laughs> so I always think of you, Jay, whenever I put out one of those squirts because I have a couple of them that zip in the back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Saying, <laughs> do you have any that zip zip in the back? <laughs> Never. I wouldn't even. Really? Or the side? The side, yeah. No, they're just pull-ups. Minor. A lot of them are pull-ups, but there's a couple that are like the zippers in the back. I have one that I'm wearing right now that the zippers in the front with a button. Yeah, those are my those are the kind that I those are the most comfortable because you can you have um I said you can loosen it, <laughs> but the ones that zip in the back is like it's mm-hmm. like holds it captive. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you remember that that place we went to get manicures? <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I always get that strong woman <laughs> <laughs> who hurts my my hands, my nose, my nails, because <laughs> she's so strong. <laughs> oh my god! <sighs> Crazy. Yes, that lady for her age, she's strong. Yeah, she really is. And I told you, I told you, I really wanted to punch her. I was like, you're small, but I'm gonna, the minute you weren't, I was in so much pain, I'd punch you. Why didn't you tell her? I was afraid she was going to misunderstand and do it more. <laughs> so... Yeah, first first order of business is to get another manicure, pedicure. I even need a haircut. I haven't cut my hair since I went with you, Fatima. Mm-hmm. 
Wow, that was a long yeah, time ago. that was like Christmas last year. Oh, are you coming down for Christmas? I might. Hey, I'll be there Thanksgiving. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> She's already on the plane. <laughs> yeah. So who's? Oh, you guys never do Thanksgiving. <laughs> no, we used to. How come? Are the kids coming home for um, Thanksgiving, Jerry? They usually do. Really? Well, we to, yeah, we have to. Split. Is it Ed's year? No, we just kind of. Wing it. I'm actually on call that whole week. Oh, really? I'm on call. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I think that this two parter has been successfully. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> successfully accomplished at this point. What do you guys think? Should we split the episodes or just do one really long one? No, I like it split. It's kind of cool. Yeah. I like it split. It's two different No, topics. I mean like, yeah, but I mean like, so, okay. It's like a reset. No, no, no. I don't mean by, should we post it as one episode or two episodes? Well, I don't know. I, I would think it would leave people hanging, but. It depends what the total is. It'll be almost, it'll be like the normal length we normally do, but split in two. You could split it in two, but like within a week, like not like one week, one, one week. Do you know what I mean? That's true. Yeah. That's true. And I have to say to anyone listening out there, I think the most difficult part of doing these podcasts, other than, you know, coming up with something interesting to talk about is scheduling them. And there's mm-hmm. three people who have varying yes. degrees of schedules. Mm-hmm. And I mean, talking to you, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. Not really. It's not, an, it's not an issue. It's not an issue other than if we were just all on the same page. You know what I mean? And I know it's because Fatima, lives. If, if you, for the next episode, if you could cite one occasion when the three of us have been all on the same page. There have to be. That's what the difficulty is, is what I'm saying. No, not just about schedules, but on anything. (laughs) Have the three of us... Have the three of us have ever, like... Well, no, there have been things we've fully, like, um, agreed on, Mm -hmm. I think. At least Mm -hmm. fundamentally on on a concept, but never the details. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just it's just sometimes it, especially if mom's in the mix, it's like, oh my god, just kill me now, <laughs> just, just let me just you know, yeah, pull the True. trigger already. And we all yeah. have again. It's mom could be mom could be our guest. Oh no! 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 I'd talk rather about, wear I'd rather wear the camel tourniquet <laughs> <laughs> the whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. That would just be a tourniquet for my brain. Oh, my God. I can't even imagine. Just just the idea just, like, gives me the shivers. (laughs) (laughs) There are those new apps, by the way, to learn sign language. And also um, some app that, like, a father and son created where um, when they're talking to somebody face-to-face, it translates someone for someone hard of hearing. Oh, well, that's interesting. Yeah, I t- I pasted it to you guys. 
I thought that was a different. Uh, I w- I thought it was a completely. I mistook it for some other app. It's too expensive. It's ten dollars. Hello, that's like one a time. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, Jerry. As a one time or monthly? Oh, I don't know. I think it's just. I think it's a one. If it's a one, dude, we will. The three of us should pitch in. That's what I say. It's a latte. Hello. But it's gonna. Is it going to be effective? That's the one. It's like whatever she's using. Like she'll just read it. Like when, like argue. Like if you're talking to her, she'll just have to take out her phone, and it will like transcribe what people are saying to her. Transcribe. But yeah, kind of like those. Kind of like those ninety-day fiancés that translates. No, no, no. They speak to one another by translating. no, but it's not verbal. It's it's more in text. She has to read what you're saying over text, like it will text her what you're saying. Right. And it works best just one on one. Why can't I just? Why can't I just text her? It's a close, <laughs> close, close yeah, close I guess. <laughs> yes, it is closed caption. That's funny. When we just like text her, me too. <laughs> That's true. Poor mom. Poor mom. Someday, someday, people. I know. No, I mean, I can't. I, mean, I can't. Like I said, like I feel that way with my knees. I can't imagine what it would be like without, like, losing my hearing or my vision. My mind. <laughs> I'd rather lose my mind, though. I wouldn't be aware of it. No, I not me, mm-hmm. not me. I, I, you know my... what? That used to that used to uh, like that used to scare me losing my mind. But if I were and I think to lose it and be aware that you're losing it would be like torture. Torture, right? But the minute it's like fully there, you're like whatever. Well, yeah, of course. But the concept, <laughs> yeah. But there's still like the concept of it. It would kill me because I. Would yeah, be the so journey frustrated. would be torture, but the destination yeah. would be bliss. <laughs> no, I don't know about bliss. But... Well, bliss because you're unaware. You're just like out of it. Like you have no clue what's going on. Yeah. Meaning you I don't know. care. You know, yeah. it is what it well, is at that like point. Certain... <laughs> yeah. It's kind of kind of a certain degree of autism too. You know, where they they their awareness is not mm-hmm. quite there, and nothing nothing mm-hmm. affects them. It's like, you know. Because they don't have that that emotion, they're lacking that. I wonder if that's a form um, of dementia. It is autism. You're losing brain function. Oh, I don't know. No, 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 no. I'm talking I about the pro- maybe the processing part, but not the brain shrinking part. Well, it's definitely a a brain thing. So, all right, sisters, for this Sunday, we will we will end the episode for now. Okay. Do we have right. any ideas? Should we like? Should we do any ideas for the next one? Like we always end our podcasts. Hmm. Any ideas on what we could possibly talk about next time? <clears throat> no, I thought of one, but then. What? Oh. Uh. Hmm. No. Was there something like a toy back in the seventies when you know we were still really into Christmas that you know I think we all wanted like I wanted more than anything a baby alive. No, me too. Oh, I was gonna say, was there a toy that you really, 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 really wanted? Um, I never, never got. got. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
that's one thing to think about. Like, let's talk about 1970s memorabilia toys and culture. Like, one of my prized possessions in the 70s was my Calvin Klein jeans. Like, oh, I still remember those uh-huh. jeans. Like, that's I, to- uh-huh. like, we'll talk about the 70s. Okay. All right. All right. That sounds All right. Good. All right, sisters. Happy All Sunday. Right. Have a good week. Till the Have next time. <laughs> I love you guys. Love you. Aloha. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.